Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And we're here to keep it real, raw, and what it means to be the confident woman. Hey guys, it is week seven of our series. So if you've been following along, obviously we're progressing on each week. So today we're talking about undoing um, the damage, just kind of identifying what those root triggers are, where our beliefs come about, come from about our weight, our body, all those fun things, and um, how to create new ones so that we don't feel tied down to those beliefs any longer. Yeah, it's it's super cool because when we really start to uh, identify those beliefs, we realize how much of a stronghold they are on our lives and just really the direction of where we're headed into, you know, really letting go and just fully embracing who we are. And that's kind of, you know, in a a nutshell, that whole journey of from acceptance to love. And it's really that, again, identifying those beliefs and, and realizing which ones are serving you and which ones no longer serve you. And then how can we create new ones to replace those old ones and create like new habits, new beliefs to take positive reinforced action into the betterment of really embracing who we are. And that's, we're love. So, right. So we get a move from acceptance to love. And as we do that, we're going to watch this transformation unfold as well. Yes. I'm excited to dive into this because I feel like whenever women really open up and start to discuss kind of where they're at and why they are, you know what I mean? To really go back deep, like go back and like discover like where these thoughts even come from. Sometimes it's so crazy how just one tiny thing (laughs) ends up dictating the majority of our life and we don't even really pinpoint or recognize where it comes from. So I think it's important. A lot of people just don't take that time or have that awareness, I guess, to do so. So hopefully if you're listening, then this kind of challenges you to to think about that, to think about where those beliefs come from and why they've shaped your life this way. And some of them are good. I feel like we always look back at like the negative. I feel like there's probably somewhere like really good beliefs that were set into you that you didn't know where they came from either. But but just kind of that self-discovery of realizing that and figuring that out and Sometimes it's the silliest, littlest thing. And we're like, what? I let that kind of like dictate my whole life. So yeah. And the journey of self-discovery in itself is, is really cool. Because it's like, we don't, we don't look so far deep into where that came from. Like you said, I mean, it could be something super simple or it could be something so, so significant and so traumatic that has really shaped the, the outcome of who we are. But for many of us, we think right now our, our current situations and circumstances really define us. And that's where we kind of get caught up on this like day-to-day stuff of like here and now. But yeah, your current circumstances and, and the situation, yeah, given there's certain things that are beyond our control, but how we got in this predicament of, of really not like even loving ourselves, or obviously in other areas as well. But if we look back, that is just the the cap, like the breaking point of you, like the tip of the iceberg, right? So we go backwards all the way to finding that root. And so the best way I can kind of describe this is like your circumstances are the result of your choices of what you're willing to tolerate and accept knowing or unknowingly. And so when we look at this, this tip of this iceberg, for many of us, it's our reflection in the mirror. And we just say, I cannot stand this. I cannot stand this body. I cannot stand the way I look. I cannot stand the gray hairs, the wrinkles, the, the saggy skin, the whatever it is. Where in your life had you been that 
victim of that own belief system, right? Who told you that that wasn't worthy or beautiful or acceptable or whatever it is? Then take that a step further. Go back to that trigger point or that memory or that experience. Where did that one come from? And you're going to keep hitting, you're bouncing back on these certain little trigger points until you get to the root of it. And so it really is kind of reverse engineering where you're at right now, but it's never about where you're at today because you didn't just arrive today. We really have to go back. And for many of us, again, childhood, young adulthood, and even into adulthood, there could be something greatly dramatic that has really shaped us. But again, everyone has a starting point. So where you currently are at is not the really how you got there. We need to unravel this. For me, I, it took a lot of self-discovery. And I can go back as far as probably four years old of, of kind of a context. But when we tie it into body, I realized that eight years old, I remember comparing myself to other people and noticing that I was dramatically different in a sense where I was the smallest, shortest kid. I didn't like my clothes fit differently on me. I couldn't play the same sports as other people. Like I just didn't fit in in that sense. And I realized that my size had kind of like held me back and just made me really feel different. And then I started recognizing, wow, this, this feels really weird. And saw how these other girls all similarly were alike. So feeling I didn't fit in caused that contrast of, of not being accepted, not being worthy, not being enough. But then you tie in from a young girl's perspective, as in, then there must be something wrong with me. Why does my body look like this? And that girl doesn't. Why does she look good in that dress? And I don't. And so, yeah, from a very young age, we get shaped and shifted into who we become. And so that was just eight years old. And I remember an experience at nine, 10, 11, 12, and so on. And so it really was that compound effect that snowballed into where I was that eventually hit my breaking point and said, enough is enough. And that's kind of where I sat at the bottom of my own pit for lack of better words is like, I had to go back to who and what I was and what I believed so I could rebuild myself through unlearning and creating new beliefs, new habits, new everything that aligned with the woman I wanted to become. Not who I believed I was then and there because then and there at the bottom of my pit, I was shit. <laughs> like that's literally what I would tell myself. And so going back to it to not negate or erase your past, but using your past now as momentum and, and reason why you want to become something better or different. And that forced me then to start falling in love with myself, which was very hard, very hard. And I'll tell you right now, every day is a choice. It doesn't, I just don't wake up and say, I love myself. I'm amazing. All this stuff. But it's a process of showing up for yourself every single day to be committed to bettering yourself. So that's kind of it for like my, my little journey here in a nutshell. But, you know, for everybody has their own story and their own take of it. But I was just using that as a, an example of kind of how I did some of that self-discovery journey as well. Yeah. I think most people don't really go as deep as you into finding that where we should probably do those things. Because for me, like a lot of times, like things are just like super surface level, which I've learned from talking to someone at my church is like challenging me to be like, why don't you want to go deeper? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I guess I'll have to find out. But just kind of, you know, when you think about like body image and what we look like and all that kind of stuff. 
for me, sometimes, well, two things. First of all, like going into high school, it was kind of like I had, so anyone that knows me in real life and has seen me in person, like your girl's got some booty, okay? Like it's present and it's there and it makes its presence known. And so I feel like, so being back when I was in high school, so this might date myself, but I remember people being like, oh, you have like a JLo booty or something like that. And I remember kind of like feeling bad about it. Like this JLo booty. Like, that doesn't sound good, I guess. I mean, she's get known for having this large bud and whatever. But then it's like, you watch her and I'm like, she just freaking owns it. I'm just going to own my jail. I mean, it's working for her, so that's fine. But I remember, yeah, being like younger, being so self-conscious about my butt. And then I remember like getting into college and like talking with other girls. And it's like, everybody has something they don't like. And I remember meeting girls in college that were like, I would love to have more butt. Like, I don't have a butt. I want a butt and all this stuff. So, so that, right. So it's like weird. We just hear one thing and assume it's a negative, but then even too, just like beliefs about what people look like, where I grew up just kind of having that attitude and that, that belief that like, if you're, if people are overweight, it's, automatically tied to laziness, right? Like they're lazy, they don't care, whatever. Like, so I have to like work out and do whatever to, cause I don't want to be known as lazy. Like I, that's not good to be the lazy person. And then like, obviously getting older, you have that awareness that sometimes if people are a little overweight, like sometimes that's not because they're lazy. Some, you know what I mean? People have thyroid issues or they've had or they're going through something at the time and they're depressed or they're eating. And so they're, you know, it's not like that they're lazy. They're just trying to cover something up with food instead of getting it to the root or um, having a baby, right? I thought, because I see on Instagram, right? Six weeks postpartum and I got my six pack abs back. And I'm like, okay, well, you're probably 16 years old. Okay. So like, but you know what I mean? So I would be on Instagram and I'd be like, oh my gosh, like these women look amazing. They have these babies and then boom, they look great. So then it's like, you realize like after having a baby, like, okay, like it's everyone's story is different, right? So there's no excuse and there's those choices that we make, but you know, there's some people that maybe have a nanny and a trainer so they can have someone watch their new baby while they work out with a trainer every day and they have that regimen. That's great. Right. But there's some people that are single moms and they have no way of like, you know what I mean? They got to figure that balance out. So it's like that realization, like as you get older that it's like, okay, it's not what we believe it to be. Other people have their own story and what they're going through um, that they're figuring out too. So just because you're a little overweight does not mean that I think you're lazy anymore. <laughs> so that was old young Aaron. <laughs> Right. And, and it's just, you know, and it was true how you were saying, like, how we have different beliefs about different body shapes and sizes and, and, and all this stuff. Right. So, mm-hmm. again, that's really shaped by, you know, I would say, again, media, you know, yeah. and, and so, anyway, any way of media, whether it's social media, television, magazines, that's what we grew up with, with magazines and after school magazine. Yeah. Right. And you take those quizzes and then when you take the quizzes and you don't measure up with what's there so that Cosmo tells you you're not enough and then comparing you go back to and the answers. Right. Sometimes I was like, well, well maybe it was C. Yeah. <laughs> because I wanted to get the right answers. But, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's really what it was. I mean, obviously things have come a long way since then. And, um, but, you know, no matter where or how we look at it, there's something or somebody always telling us that we're not enough. And the way that that's 
being deemed is like it, you know, from a, from another person's perspective, it really is how they see you is a reflection of how they see themselves. They're seeing you through their lens. So just because their lens may be cloudy or blurry or just not so rose colored doesn't mean that you're not right. So our worth isn't determined by other people. It's about the level that we're willing to accept for ourselves. And when we understand that we are worthy, that we are loved, we are acceptable regardless of our body, of our age, our status, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. And that's where we need to let go of other people's opinions, other people's just giving them the power to make us feel a certain way. So when we look at how this is, you know, just really stepping into who we are is that awareness level and just kind of just putting our blinders and, and just minimizing those other distractions. So whether it is social media, maybe we need to take a break from there. Maybe it's about distancing yourself from somebody who just sucks your energy. And when you leave that environment, you feel so bad about yourself. So let's rid that toxic environment. Let's reduce the negativity. Let's really focus and just, even if you have to temporarily pull back and just really put laser focus, tunnel vision on the betterment of your improvement, then that could be a temporary solution because once we get grounded and rooted in who we are, the rest just becomes noise, which we can just block out because we're building that foundation of confidence upon truth. And so that really is like, let go of those limiting beliefs, let go of what other people say about you, let go of your past, let go of all that BS that we've been carrying with us that we're literally carrying toting on our back or dragging behind us on a suitcase and unpacking that crap. Because what did serve you at a time may or may not serve you in this current day or even you want to bring into your future. So it really is about just recognizing that and just, you know, when we have that like power of of forgiveness on ourselves for allowing ourselves to, you know, indirectly give that power away, indirectly allowing other people to determine our worth, our value, whatever it is. It's really about taking that ownership and reclaiming your life. So again, anything that doesn't aid in making you a better person, cut it out, temporarily push pause, do not disturb, mute, unfriend, remove an app, block, delete, whatever you got to do. This is about you and your journey. And if somebody's not on that path and not pulling and cheering for you, then you need to find a new path that's away from other people and do and just do you. That's the important point we're really trying to make here is that moving from body acceptance to self-love is an individual journey that we do collectively. We do that with the right people that really want to root for you. And that's the, the betterment of a community and no better community than the Confident Woman community. <laughs> we're here for you. Amen, sister. Definitely. Yeah, I've deleted probably a million apps on my phone and it feels good. I feel like sometimes like we've talked before about like minimalism, but it's like, I feel like that's what like, the more and more I think about it, I feel like minimalism is just the key to happiness (laughs) and all things. And just not letting yourself be distracted by all those things. Like you just said that make you feel bad about yourself or that aren't helping you to get better or to become the best possible version of yourself that you can be. So I think that that's really important and you got to, you know, change your friends, change your circle, change your whatever it is to be around that, that fits that mode of what it is that you want to become versus 
staying where you are if you are not happy there, right? And we're designed to grow as human beings. Like we're always going to be growing. We're always going to be changing. We're always going to be moving forward. That's just being alive. And so that's important to do. So I think we have to make decisions along that way, right? Sometimes we got to stop, reflect, look where we're at, change course if necessary or whatever. But just because someone's in your life and they've been there for a while doesn't mean that they have room to stay there for the rest of the time. Right. And I think you owe that that loyalty to yourself first before, right. you know, saying, well, they've been in my life for so long. But if they're not bettering you, they're not for you. And there's absolutely no reason why, you know, as you, and I use the saying quite often is that as you grow, you're going to outgrow. You're going to outgrow. I mean, literally everything from like clothing to relationships to homes to whatever it is. And that's all part of life. And, you know, if we're holding on to that past, we're holding on to what was holding us back, then we're, we're again, giving that power to somebody else to dictate the outcome of our life. So if you're looking for community, if you're looking for that sense of belonging, connection, the Confident Woman community on Facebook or the Confident Woman Collective, we're all there just to really strive to better you collectively. And that's really the the premise of it as well. So we'd love to hear from you guys. If you're not already in the Confident Woman community, I encourage you to join us. Check in the show notes. If you are in the community, we'd love to hear the comments from you guys. So hopefully we'll see you there. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Confident Woman podcast. For more ways to connect with us, check out our Facebook group. It's the Confident Woman on Facebook. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Aaron underscore travels for life. Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. Awesome. Thanks so much. Look forward to checking you next week.